everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Pet Business Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Eliza. I am so excited about today's topic for two reasons. I know a lot of you out there got started in pet sitting or dog walking by signing up with Rover or WAG or one of the other sites that do this kind of thing. It's a great way to get started toward opening up your own pet business, or if you don't want to open up your own pet business, it's a great side hustle to earn extra income while still doing your full-time day job. Today, we're going to talk about how to juggle your side hustle and your full-time day job. Now, your side hustle might be Rover, or it might be your own pet sitting company that you're still trying to grow and aren't quite ready to do it full-time at this point. As I mentioned, I'm excited about this topic for two reasons. The first reason is I started my own pet sitting and dog walking business as a side hustle while I was still working a full-time corporate job. And I know many of you are out there doing the same thing. I did both for a year before I went full-time into the pet business and believe me, it was hard. I would have welcomed any help or advice on how to juggle the two successfully. And the second reason I am so excited about this topic is because I have an announcement. I am thrilled to announce that I'll be launching my first online course on July 6th. It's called How to Make More Money on Rover. Now, I know a lot of you started on Rover, started pet sitting and dog walking on Rover, and you might have been on it uh, a little while or a long while, but you haven't seen the number of clients or the number of jobs that you need to make the extra income you need. And that's what this course is for. So I'm going to tell you uh, more about the course at the end of this episode. So hang with me to the end. There's a ton of good stuff coming. I think it's going to be an amazing show, so give the dog a bone and the kitty some catnip and let's dive right in. Hey everyone, we're going to jump right into our topic today, which is how to juggle your day job and side hustle. Really, it's how to succeed managing your business when you really have a million other things to do. Now, I wanted to start by just clarifying a little bit of a little bit of terminology. So your day job is generally your primary source of income and it usually involves working for someone else. Doesn't have to be during the day, but it's your primary source of income. And your side hustle is your own pet business. um, And that is your second or maybe it's your third source of income. So it's generally something that you want to, um, maybe you have your own pet sitting business or you're doing a rover on the side, but it's generally something that you want to build up to be your primary source of income. And it's certainly not a negative term. Hustle tends to sound a little bit negative, but don't take it that way. A side hustle is an amazing thing and we've, uh, we've probably all done them. So the good news is here, you're not alone. There are 44 million Americans who have some sort of a side hustle on top of their full-time job. So we're going to cover in today's episode some ways, um, some practical ways, handy tips that anyone can use to effectively manage multiple priorities while maintaining a positive and excited outlook on your business because we all got into pet sitting and dog walking because we love working with pets. We don't want to get so overwhelmed that we lose that positivity. So we're going to talk about managing the two sides effectively and we're also going to talk about uh, making the leap and what I mean by that the leap is uh, if you do decide at some point as I did in my own business to leave your full-time day job to pursue your your pet sitting and dog walking business full-time how do you know when to do that? 
So let's start with working with your employer. Now, the first question a lot of people have is when they start their business or they're doing Rover as a side hustle, do you tell your employer that you've got this extra side job? Because obviously that's taking some of your time and energy. There is no right answer to this. Uh, I can tell you that when I started my own pet business, I chose not to tell my employer at the time for two reasons. One One reason was that I had a lot of flexibility in my job. I could leave for an hour or two in the middle of the day and really nobody noticed or cared. So that was one reason. But the second reason I didn't tell my employer when I started my pet sitting business was because honestly, I didn't know if it was going to work out worked out fabulously, which is great. But at the time, I didn't know and I didn't want to give my employer the idea that I wasn't serious about my day job. Now that said, it's up to you, you have to you have to evaluate your individual situation and decide what's best for you. It does become a little bit easier if your employer knows, quite honestly, because you can then uh, do things a little bit more out in the open. So just a couple of tips on this. Emails. If you answer emails, write emails, get emails for your business, your own business, while you're at your day job, do try to do it in a personal account. In other words, if you have a work email, don't use that email address. Use a personal Gmail email address or maybe you have a business email address. That's better. Also phone calls. You can take calls, obviously, at your day job for your business, your own business. But if you're going to do that, step away from your desk, step out to somewhere that is not quite so public. And that's just out of respect for your current employer. And then finally, um, it's easy to use company equipment, uh, post-it notes, office supplies, that kind of thing while you're at work to do things that you need to do for your own business. But I would recommend against that is it is a slippery slope and there's just easier ways or better ways to get it done. The one rule of thumb in this when you're working with your current employer at your day job is just don't rub it in their face. You want to maintain a good relationship. So even if they know that you're running a business on the side, you can be discreet about it. Like I said, there are definitely ways to do that and be respectful to your current employer because honestly, you never know when you might need them. So let's talk about a couple of practical tips. So the first tip in managing both effectively is to throw away your to-do list. Now I know that's a very weird thing to say, but I have a tool and I'm gonna describe it to you that will help you throw away your to-do list and get more done. This tool is called calendar blocking. Now calendar blocking is a lot like what it sounds like. It's actually getting out your calendar and dividing it up into blocks, either 30 minute blocks or one hour long blocks and putting into each block what you're going to get done during that time. Now I personally, two things, um, I personally calendar block every night uh, before I close my computer for the day so that I can know what my day tomorrow is going to look like. And then I also do it on Friday evening for the for the coming week. So there's there's two, uh, actually two types of check in points for me when I calendar block. The other thing I do is I include things on my calendar block um, that aren't business related, they might not be my day related to my day job or my pet sitting business. Um, They might just be personal stuff, but I put them on my calendar because they need to get done. I need to do them. They're going to take up time and I want to present a realistic view of my day. 
Now you're probably saying at this point, but I have too many things to fit on my calendar blocks. To which I would answer, do you really? The thing is, we sometimes confuse being busy with being successful. And we need to break that cycle and work on what matters, which leads me to my next tool. The next tool we're going to talk about is the Eisenhower Principle. Now, some of you might know this as the Eisenhower Urgent or Important Principle. This is a way of dividing up your tasks to know what to work on first. An important task is one that leads us to achieve our goals. An urgent task is a, is a task that demands immediate attention, and these are usually associated with achieving someone else's goals. When you're using the Eisenhower Urgent Important Principle, you want to list out all the things you need to do for the day, and then you want to put each one of these tasks into one of four groups. The first group is important and urgent. The second group is important but not urgent. The third group is not important but urgent. And the fourth group is not important and not urgent. We're going to prioritize based on these groups. So the first, the first group, the important and urgent group, you want to do these. These are the things that absolutely should make it onto your calendar blocks. The second one, important but not urgent, you want to plan for these. You want to do them, but it doesn't necessarily need to be tomorrow, but you want to get it into your short to medium long-term plan. The third group, not important but urgent, you need to delegate out. As I said before, these are tasks that really only help achieve someone else's goals. So it's okay, if at all possible, to delegate these out to someone else. And then the fourth group, the not important and not urgent, just forget about these. Throw these right out the window. These are not helping you achieve your goals or anyone else achieve their goals. So the next tip for managing both your day job and side hustle effectively is shrinking down your tasks into tiny, unintimidating steps. A lot of people think that procrastination is due to laziness or lack of self-control, but that's not it at all. Procrastination is due to avoiding negative feelings. It's really being uncomfortable with starting a big task because you don't know how to do it, you don't like doing it, or it involves a lot of uncertainty. There is a tool for this, and that is called the Pomodoro Method. Pomodoro Method is a time management system where you break your workday down into 25-minute chunks separated by five-minute breaks. Sounds a lot like a block on your calendar block. You work on one task for the 25 minutes, and then you take a break. You take a five-minute break, and you go do whatever you need to do. That equals one Pomodoro. That 25 minutes of work and five minutes of break, that's one Pomodoro. After four Pomodoros, you take a longer break of 15 to 20 minutes. Now, the reason this is a great method is because the shortness of the intervals allows you to focus on one thing and you don't get overwhelmed at the enormity of your task. You have a sense of urgency because you've only got the 25 minutes and the breaks after each 25 minutes allows you to refocus on the next task. Now, the next and final tip I'm going to give you is to get help. If you can, if at all possible, get help in your business. And I know this is tough, especially when you're in that stage of your business where you 
have enough business to keep you busy, more than busy, but you don't have enough business to actually hire someone on. But there are sites out there like Upworks.com or Fiverr and other sites where you can hire someone for a couple of hours, a couple of days, whatever you need, you can hire specifically for that task or that time. Now, the cold hard truth is managing a full-time job and a side hustle and having a personal life is tough for any amount of time. So be strategic about it and be deliberate about it. The faster you want to grow your business, the more you're going to be working, honestly, and the less personal life you're going to have. And the one bit of advice I'd give you on that is don't give up all of your personal life because it is very easy to get burned out trying to run both. So let's talk for a minute on how long you really want to juggle your side hustle and your day job. Some people are career jugglers. They never want to quit their day job. They prefer just to have a side hustle working on Rover or maybe it's their own pet sitting business on the side and that's great for them. No problem. But many people, most people really do want to focus on their own baby. Their business is their passion and in order to be able to quit your day job, you need to have an exit strategy and plan out when and how to make that leap. So one of the first things you want to do is to map out a financial transition plan. And that really is a fancy way of saying you want to figure out the amount of money that you feel comfortable with in a contingency fund when you actually leave your day job. So couple of things to keep in mind when you map out a financial plan is assume no revenue from your business. So this is, you're, you've left your day job, you've got X amount of money to live on until your pet business uh, takes off and can support you. The more conservative way to do this, and this is what I recommend, is to assume that you are not getting any money from your pet sitting business when you quit your day job. Now you probably are, but again, this is the conservative approach. When you plan this out, you need to figure out how much you need each month. And it's really, as a rule of thumb, it's good to plan for having six to 12 months of funds available to you after you quit your day job to live on um, while you're waiting for your pet business to reach the level you need. You also want to take into account a couple of external factors when you make your financial plan. One of those are expenses. Obviously, you might have expenses coming up. Maybe your kids are leaving for college. Maybe you need a new car. Maybe you're planning a move. Make sure you factor those into your plan. You also want to take into account any income that's going to be coming in. I purposely planned to leave my corporate job in May. Now, the reason I did that was because I had a bonus plan with my corporate job, and that bonus paid out in April and I wanted to be there long enough for the bonus to pay out for that year. It might be that or you might have something like uh, retirement savings that vest at a certain rate in your plan in your corporate job. So bear that in mind. And then also there's unknowns, you know, there's market performance, there's life, things happen that you just don't plan for or can't plan for. That's why you want to have the six to 12 months. The other thing to keep in mind when you're considering whether or not to take the leap or when to take the leap is really taking into account your risk tolerance. Now, everybody has a different risk tolerance. There is no wrong answer to this. You might have a very high risk tolerance, and I like to say you're comfortable cliff diving into the ocean. That is a high risk tolerance. Or you might have kind of a medium risk tolerance. You might be comfortable just swimming out past the safety buoys a little bit. 
Or you might have a low risk tolerance where you're just comfortable sitting on the beach with a pina colada enjoying the sun. Whatever it is, keep it in mind and factor that into your decision. Now, a couple of things to keep in mind uh, when you're deciding when to leave your full-time day job is, number one, nowhere did I ask you how much you hate your day job. That is not relevant. It is relevant, but it's not something you should base your decision on. Those movies where they storm into their boss's office, throw their badge down on the desk and say, I quit and walk out of the office in a huff. Those are just movies and that is not smart and I do not recommend that. You need to have a plan. The second thing I want to tell you is be thoughtful about it, but don't procrastinate. The longer you wait to leave your day job, the more chance you're going to have of burning out and the less likely your business is to succeed. So when you leap, when you finally do leap after you have your plan, go into it eyes wide open full-time entrepreneurship is hard. Uh, In fact, doing entrepreneurship or doing your own business, your own pet business full-time can be more stressful than doing both your day job and side hustle because you don't have that cushion. You don't have that safety net of your day job. Many business owners, many pet business owners end up going back to their full-time job and not actually doing their pet sitting business full-time for the long term. So You want to make sure that you set yourself up for success. And then one last bit of advice. Sometimes your heart is your best guide. Your final leap date and whether you leap or not, leave your full-time day job to run your pet business full-time, should echo what you want most in your life, what's important to you, what you're passionate about, and what your heart says. So I told you earlier, I was going to tell you more about my new course, how to make more money on Rover. So I'm going to tell you what it's about and how to sign up. And if you want to double or even triple the amount of money you're making on Rover, this is for you. Are you ready to skyrocket your earning power on Rover? Well, I have some incredible news for you. I want to introduce my new course, how to make more money on Rover. In just 15 minutes, I guarantee that you can double your earning power regardless of how long you've been on Rover. Did you sign up with Rover hoping to earn extra money doing what you love, only to find that getting clients and jobs has been slower than you expected? You're not alone. With over 500,000 pet care providers worldwide and countless providers in your area alone, Standing out on Rover can be a challenge. But fear not. It's not your experience that's holding you back. It's how your profile is set up. That's where this course, How to Make More Money on Rover, comes in to save the day. This course is for you if you signed up on Rover a while ago and just haven't been getting the number of clients you expected. Or if you're a new provider struggling to build your client base quickly. In this valuable training, you'll learn the secrets to setting up your Rover profile to get noticed and get hired. From optimizing your profile to managing your availability, I'll show you how to stack the deck in your favor and attract more clients than ever before. But wait, that's not all. There's more. 
Enrolling in How to Make More Money on Rover comes with incredible bonus content, including 20 great profile titles that will make you stand out on Rover, 10 bonus tips on how to outshine your competition and get hired, a handy at-a-glance checklist to ensure your profile is set up for success, and even a testimonial template to gather powerful testimonials from your satisfied clients. All of this amazing value can be yours for the incredibly affordable price of only $39. Yes, you heard me right. Transform your entire earning potential on Rover for just $39. Registration is opening on July 6th, but it's only opening for a limited time, so don't wait. And because I want you to succeed, here's a special offer for my podcast listeners. If you sign up in the first three days that enrollment is open, you will get half off. Half off. You heard me. All of this, all of the training and all of the bonus content for just $20. So what are you waiting for? Take control of your Rover journey and watch as your income doubles or even triples. You can check out the podcast notes for a link to sign up or you can go to www dot the pet business academy dot dog forward slash courses forward slash that's the pet business academy dot dog forward slash courses forward slash don't miss out on this opportunity to make a real difference in your pet care business act now and secure your spot in the course that will literally change the game for you on rover That's our episode for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, I would love it if you'd leave me a review on whatever platform you're tuning in on. And if you're ready to take the plunge and launch your own pet business, or if you feel a bit stagnated and want to take your existing pet business to the next level, then reach out to me for a free strategy planning session at www.thepetbusinesscoach.dog forward slash coaching. That's www.thepetbusinesscoach.dog forward slash coaching. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, you always have a choice. Don't forget to choose happiness. (music) 